What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Vegas, a.k.a. Mr. 702, live from the building, and we are about to go under the armor. With everything going on in our world, the shootings, the depression, the corruption, the deception, the unethical behavior, the abuse towards others, simply based on race, sex, and religion. It can honestly make you question humanity. It can make you wonder, are we even human? It can make you fearful of the person that you walk across the street every day. It can make you very, very, very emotional. It can put you in a state of anxiety it's it's very very the world we live in is very very bleak at times however i have been playing basketball in the morning because i do not like running for cardio so i use basketball as a form of cardio and even though basketball is a blessing i would say one thing that is very much amazing is just the connection I am developing with the individuals that I play basketball with. Um, I believe that it is very vital and very important that we make genuine connections with other people. And that doesn't mean that the connection has to be so deep you tell them every dark secret you have ever kept hidden, but just a good overall human connection. Um, it. It's over these last couple of weeks, I've just really been thinking about what goes into making a genuine human connection. Because so often we hear people like, I don't really trust people. I don't hang out with a lot of people. My circle is small. I only got like one or two people that I can even talk to. And I'm not quite sure that that's even healthy. And I'm not quite sure that that is the way that we were put on this earth to do. Because if you look even at ancient times, they tribalism was very important. And those people within the tribe, they had to have a deep connection. They had to have a, a connection. They had to have trust. They had to have understanding. They had to have some type of relationship because not only were they dealing with the, the vigors of day to day, but they were doing it in a world of less technology where they had to use fire and they had to use sticks and stones and they had to really trust one another in order to survive against other tribes. And also they were not only being attacked by tribes but oftentimes being attacked by animals so they were prey and predator all in the same vein and so there had to be a deep connection so what i was thinking was we live in a very superficial world we live in a world where a person wants to be an idea rather than being themselves we live in a world where a person will put on a facade for social media but be a totally different person in person. So because we live in a superficial world, I think that there is a high level of distrust and there is a high level of disbelief between people, you know, day to day. I believe that one of the things that we often forget is no matter 
who we are, no matter your race, no matter your religion, no matter your sexual preference. At the end of the day, we're all human beings. If you cut all of us, we all bleed red blood. If we were to be shot, we would all feel pain. If we experience times of joy, we are going to feel that. Like we, we are all humans and we have very similar emotions. We have very similar thoughts. We have very similar reactions and we have very similar ideologies. And I think that when you look at another person as a human, that that is one of the first ways you can begin to build a genuine connection because now you are not looking at them in the abstract mind. It doesn't matter the color. It doesn't matter the preference. It doesn't matter the creed. As long as that y'all can come together and be one on the fact of being a human being, being an imperfect being, being a being that is always evolving and always experiencing some type of evolution, I think that that could be the basis of a good, genuine connection. The second thing um, that I was thinking about the genuine connection is that it always takes time and effort. And this goes in dating. This goes with friendship. This goes even in business. Connections can wane when the act of connecting is reduced. A perfect example of that, me and my brother, man, we talk daily. We are always talking about something. We could be talking about life, news, sports, women, cars, what we just seen on Facebook. But we're always chopping it up. And we literally call each other each and every day. I don't think there's more than a two days go by without me talking to my brother. Conversely, me and my sister, we talk very little. Now, there is absolutely love for the both of them. I love my brother and I love my sister with all my being, with everything that's in me. However, if I was to be transparent, the connection with my brother at this stage in life is much closer than the connection with my sister. And so it's because of the amount of time and effort that we spend making sure that we reconnect with one another that makes the genuine connection more stronger than what me and my sister have. And then another thing I was thinking about, a, genu a, a genuine connection involves transparency. Those who know you should know all of you. And what I mean by that is we always want people to know our good side. But we are very, very slow to reveal our flaws and our shortcomings. However, um, if you want to really, truly build a genuine connection with somebody... Um, I believe that you have to maintain the highest level of being authentic. And I think that it's that authenticity that they can understand, even if they don't agree with something you may do or agree with an ideology you may have. They're still going to respect you because they know that you are being your authentic self. And that that level of transparency can create a deeper connection because they know that while they may not agree with where you're coming from, they know that that is who you truly are and they can respect it and they can agree to disagree. The last thing I believe is we as a human society have experienced a lot of trauma when it comes to trying to trust and connect with others. Many of us have experienced some form of manipulation. Um, it could be gaslighting. It could be, you know, just um, psychological 
psychological abuse, verbal abuse. And I believe that it really makes us afraid to be vulnerable with others. But the one thing that I would encourage you is for those that you deem worthy, create and develop a genuine connection with them. Therefore, you will know that in your time of need and their time of need, when you are feeling all alone, you can go to this person and that person can reconnect with you and help inspire you and help comfort you because this thing we call life is a long battle do not let arrogance go to your head and despair to your heart do not let compliments go to your head and criticism to your heart do not let success go to your head and failure to your heart criticism it helps you to become stronger no one is always correct we always hear that expression you can't be right all the time You can't be perfect all the time, which is true. And if you really think about it, you always, always, always have an area in life in which you can improve. Because if you're not improving, then you have mastered life. And if you had mastered life, in my personal opinion, you're not on this earth anymore. Because the day that you stop working on the things that you can improve is the day that you die. With this information, we have to understand that criticism can help and improve and be the rocket fuel to take us to a different level. Um, Criticism oftentimes can bring to your attention something that you are unaware of. It can be something that you have overlooked from time to time just basically because you were focused in a different area. It could be something that you weren't even thinking about because your mind was on the bigger picture. I think that as humans, we can create a habit of thinking that we are more godly, more righteous, more holy, more better than what we truly are. And a lot of times that criticism can help and assist exposing a deficiency that if we were to take that criticism in a positive light and address it and work on it can actually become a strength. A perfect example of this in sports, the game of basketball. A player can be great at one thing. Let's just say they're great at rebounding or they're great at dunking the ball. But then they can be very deficient in another thing, such as shooting the ball. Now, that player has two choices. That player can allow the criticism from other players, coaches, and even media to be something that upsets him and to be something that he doesn't even respond to in a positive light to be something that he rebels against or he can take that criticism and be like you know what according to these statistics according to these coaches according to these people that know the game of basketball I need to improve my jump shot and then he can go all summer working hard in the gym putting in the time and the effort to improving his jump shot and therefore switch a skill that was once deficient has now become a very, very great asset. The perfect example of this would be a player like Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard at this current juncture in his NBA career is considered one of the top 
five, one of the top three best players to play the game of basketball. However, when he was coming out of college, his his projections was not to even be as a complete basketball player as he is now. To be quite honest with you, many people believed he didn't have the ability to shoot whatsoever. However, he took that criticism and began to put in the work in the gym. And now he has one of the most consistent jump shots in the game today. One of the things we also must understand is that criticism is not personal. Now, one of my one of my counselors when I was residing in Maryland, they would stress this to me. And it is a very, very important concept that criticism should never be taken personally. It should always be thought as an insight for improvement. Now, I understand that when somebody is talking ill of you. It is your nature to want to defend yourself, to, to want to defend your name, like this person cannot be disrespecting me, this, that, and the third. But if you think about it, those who that are criticizing you that truly care for you are doing it from a place of love and a place of respect. And therefore, in congruence with that statement, you have to understand that even if they are telling you something that may make you feel uncomfortable or may have you feeling a certain type of way, at the end of the day, that criticism criticism is just there because they want to see you improve in that area or just improve in that point of life overall. If you have a addiction and somebody criticizes your addiction and says that, you know, you would you need to get off of this stuff, whether it be drugs, alcohol, whether it be a human, whether it be social media, whether it be the approval of others, like anything that that you are addicted to can be a negative. And therefore, if they're criticizing that addiction and they're telling you that they want you off that addiction, it's not personal. They just simply want to see the best in you. And lastly, if you are becoming hyper offensive about the criticism that you are receiving, then it might be true. If it hurts you on a deep personal level, the things that are being said about you in the form of criticism, then you might need to take a step back and look at it and make sure that A, what they're saying is true or not true. And B, to make sure that you're not taking it personal. But if it really hurts like that, there is a good possibility that it may be true. And I know, trust me, we've all gone through that experience where we hate to be wrong. And being wrong and being criticized and having to acknowledge that you are deficient in something can be very harmful to your ego. And if it hurts to the point where you feel like you need to fight back or retaliate, then the words that are being said most likely are true. And what you have to understand is you are not upset with that person, but you're upset with yourself because you are now having to address your true self and addressing your deficiencies and addressing things that are criticized about you are definitely no walk in the park. You are fighting habit. You are fighting nature. You are fighting nurture. You are fighting all these things. But what I'm here to tell you is that as a human being, you're always going to be criticized one way or another. But that criticism can always be something that you use to help you and to use to add fuel to help you improve and to become better. So remember, there's a critic for everybody. And if you're not being criticized, 
then maybe you need to get a new surrounding. Because somebody should be pointing out your deficiencies out of love because they want to see you do better. Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out my podcast, Vegas Mr. 702. If you want to hit me up on social media, Facebook, Joshua Broomfield, Instagram, Vegas. Mr. 702, or you can go directly to the website, VegasMr702.com, where you can see a list of services I provide, such as personal training, business consultation, fitness modeling, and life coaching. Check me out. What you focus on is what you develop. I read a lot of self-help books. I am always trying to improve myself. I believe as a man, one of my First and most important goals is always to be in the act of correcting and addressing negative habits and behaviors in order to press through my limits and achieve a higher point of self. Now, this could be something as anger, as communication, motivation, procrastination, making sure that my energy is straight, focus, dedication, making sure that I am putting myself out there. Um, These are just some of the things that I have to focus on in one way or another. Now, I believe your focus is what is so important. Because if you think about it, experiences matter. And If you've ever done any research or read any books, you would understand that the habit loop is very powerful. You can start to create a habit that eventually grows into something that you do automatically. Um, One of the things we always do, we wake up, we brush our teeth. 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 There's not a thought process behind it. As soon as you wake up, for the most part, you head to the bathroom and brush your teeth. Same can be said for negative habit loops. Like every time you're bored, you grab your phone. Every time you're bored, you grab your phone, you grab your phone, you grab your phone. So now your boredom is now linked to the fact that you need to grab your phone in order to entertain yourself. So habits are created can be created quickly or it can be created in a long process but once that habit is created it can be something that we don't even think about anymore that our our brains kind of goes into autopilot and we automatically do those things so therefore what i'm saying is if you are not being deliberate and conscious about your focus your development and the areas in which you are shaping your future then something else will do it for you music television social media they all have a great way of shaping and developing life you look at tiktok tiktok is not even old however how many people are focused on the dances and the challenges and now that app has made billions and billions and profit because now these people are so focused on it and they have to begin to develop a dependency on TikTok. Same thing for Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, etc. etc. Um, one of the things that I, I do believe is that when you set your mind to something, you have to make sure that with your day in and day out actions are definitely being aligned for that. So um, just think about what you really are focusing on or what you really want, like balance, 
your energy, organizational skills, health in both fitness and diet. Um, are you focused within your relationships? Are you focused within your community? Are you focused even at work? Um, I think that we always have to be understanding that our focus is the base of where anything goes um you you hear this a lot in sports that that player was locked in or, or that player has an iron focus and that means like they are thinking about nothing other than performing that action performing that act and i think sometimes as humans we tend to allow our mind and our emotions and different things to kind of auto cruise and we're not really you know driving the boat and so we can get ourselves in vicarious situations due to the fact that we are not focusing and so then when a situation develops that we're not quite aware of or we're not quite in sync with we be like man how did that happen but if you take a step back you will realize it was from the lack of focus that you put yourself in that situation i know for myself one of the things that i've been really getting on myself about is just focusing on the things that i want to do um i love doing this podcast it's one of the things that really really bring me a lot of joy i love thinking i love putting my thoughts down i even love the process of it of writing it down on a piece of paper and even being vulnerable enough to record it and produce it to the masses um and so if one of the things that i've been focusing on is just making good content like i really put a lot of focus into this content and i am praying hoping and believing that it would be developed into a great podcast i believe that i have something that can help others and so i i share it and i produce it out there and i produce it in a consistent nature every sunday i'm taking the time to be deliberate with my research to be deliberate with the things i read to be deliberate with the ideas that i i put on these papers and that i put in these podcasts and it has helped me develop it to be in a better podcaster um conversely even in my personal life like one of my biggest focuses right now is getting back to being an independent personal trainer like my goal is to have my own gym and so while COVID has put a huge huge detour in that um i'm once again focusing and putting things together so that in the end the end development can be me opening up my own gym so the one thing i would just encourage to each and every person that's listening to this podcast is just make sure that you're focused don't allow your mind to run idle don't allow your goals and desires not to be audited if you want something you need to put the steps down in order to achieve it and even within those steps you need to make sure that you're checking in um one of the big things that i'm doing right now is that I went to the dollar store. I got me one of those poster boards. I grabbed a couple sticky notes and I'm going to cut that poster into three sections. I'm going to uh, cut it into financial focuses. I'm going to cut it into physical focuses. And then I'm going to cut it into spiritual focuses. And the things that I want to focus on, I'm going to write it and I'm going to stick it on my wall um, on the left side of my bed so that when I wake up in the morning, I can just look at it and it'll just be a refresher. Like, yes, Joshua, you need to go ahead and do X, Y, and Z because your in focus is opening up your own gym. Yes, Joshua, you need to make sure that you're reading and praying because your focus is to make sure that you're 
you're having a good, strong relationship with the Most High. And you also want to make sure that you are also just keeping yourself covered and keeping yourself in that good space. You know, physically, Joshua, you want to focus on doing more cardio because you want to have your shirt off all summer. So that means you got to play more basketball and you got to stop eating sweets. So like when I went to the store this week to get my food, I usually buy some candy or a cookie or a cake or just something sweet because we all want something sweet. But this was one of the first weeks where I, I, I purposely didn't buy anything sweet. And so I'm hoping to be able to supplement that sweet tooth with different fruits and whatnot. And that shall develop my overall physical physique because this summer I want to be shirtless. So whatever you're focused on, make sure that you're writing it down. Make sure that you're holding yourself accountable. Even tell a person that you really, really respect so they can hold you accountable. And when you do and if and when you do fall off, they can get you right back on because time waits for no person. And time that is done in a way that you're not focused and you're not locked into it can be time that you will never get back. Remember, what you focus on is what you develop. Remember, to be more real, be more human, be more honest. Catch me next time as we continue to go under the armor.